Yo, today's QOD is, if you're not prepared to pay the price, you do not deserve the reward. Here we go. back to the quote of the day show i'm your host sean croxton at seancroxton.com we got the late the great bob proctor on the show today and today bob is going to share the law of compensation which decrees that your income will always be in direct proportion to the three things he's going to talk about today and it reminds me of what i've heard dr fraser say which is you need to be amazing Uh, You have to be amazing at what you do. You have to be excellent at what you do. And he says, if you're black and mediocre in America, you better leave. And I don't think that just goes for black people. I think that goes for all people. If you are mediocre, you're going to have a mediocre income. The people who are making the big money are the ones who are masterful at what they do. And to be masterful, you have to commit yourself to mastery. And that commitment is a very rare thing these days because that kind of commitment takes time. It takes sitting down and learning something and developing a skill and practicing and applying that skill over and over and over again until you become a master. But again, most people are not willing to do that. Are you willing to do that? And just like Inky talked about yesterday, If you're not willing to do that, if you're not willing to create that change, I'm not really sure if you have anything to complain about. Bob Proctor's coming up. Here's the law. The law of compensation clearly states the amount of money you will earn is always, always, not sometimes, always going to be an exact ratio to, number one, the need for what you do. I believe the business I'm in is one of the greatest businesses in the world from many perspectives, but certainly from compensation. You can earn more money in this business than almost anything I can think of. Why? There's a great need for what we do. All over the world, people are lost. All over the world, the school systems are not teaching people anything about themselves. So a young person will go all through their life and they never really know what the hell's going on. They're hoping things happen. They hope this happens. I hope that happens. And they never learn that they're creative beings. They can create whatever they want. They could write their own ticket. But they don't know that. If you want to win, you've got to find a way to provide a lot of service. It's the need for what you do. Number two is your ability to do it. Now, I know people in this business, they don't earn anything because they're not very good at it. If you're going to do really well, you got to get really good at it. How do you get really good at anything? Repetition. Over and over and over and over and over and over and over. And it doesn't matter what happens. You keep on going. I 
remember one time my brother was speaking about this, and he worked with me for a while, and he said, he said, you know, you deserve everything you get. He said, I remember one day we were putting on a seminar, and everybody was excited because we had the head of education from IBM coming to this. It was a preview meeting where we'd put on a, a couple of hours in the evening. We'd teach all kinds of different information just to make people aware of what we were doing. And, and he said, we got the head of education at IBM to come to the meeting. This, we thought this was a real coup. God, we ever get in there? They got lots of people, you know, lots of money. And so we had a room set up for about 100 people. And this guy came, but he was the only one that came. Yet he said, I'll never forget that. But I get up and put on the seminars if the room was full. And that's what you got to do. And if you won't do that, you don't deserve to win. The first seminar I put on, I did with David Nightingale. David is Earl's son. David was on my staff. Now, I don't know why we did this, but we were going to do a seminar, and we decided we would do it in Boston. God, we lived in Chicago. What the hell were we going to Boston for? Well, I don't know. Now, this is when you would buy a mailing list, and then you had to print a flyer, stuff it in envelopes, put the stamp on the envelope, put the sticker. I mean, this was, this was a long time ago, before most of you were born, probably. But anyway, we mailed out 20,000 flyers, all specifically to individuals. And we rented a theater. And it was one big sucker, I'll tell you that. It, was, it, was, it went up and up and up and up. And the stage had an orchestra pit. If you ever fell in the orchestra pit, you'd You'd break your neck. I mean, it was a long ways down. This was a big stage. There was a big balcony. I don't know how many it would hold, probably two or 3,000 people. And David and I were wandering around looking. I wonder, I wonder if this is going to be big enough. I mean, hell, we sent out 20,000 flyers. Well, I'm backstage walking back and forth, and I'm pretty nervous. I had really done this, and... And I'm, David's looking out, and I said, did anybody here? No, nobody's here yet, Bob. And he said, hey, there's one person. Six people showed up. And they did not come together. There was one over here and one back there and one down here. It looked like a fly dropped something on the map. And I'm thinking... He's going to tell Earl. <laughs> what the hell am I going to do? I'm going to tell you, my heart was pounding, but I went out and did the seminars if the theater was full. Now, if I hadn't done that, I wouldn't be here. How do you get good at what you're doing? You're going to take the rough part as well as the smooth part. And if you're not prepared to pay the price, you do not deserve the reward. See, there's so few people master what they do. They just do not master it. They're mediocre. Do you know most salespeople have such a pathetic presentation? It's a wonder they earn enough to even eat. They do. It's a sick situation. Pay attention to the next salesperson who tries to sell you something. 
walk into a car dealership. Somebody will come over. Can I help you? I always feel like saying no, but you can help yourself. You know. You know. Somebody that understands what they're doing, they'll come over and hi, how are you? And there's Bob. Just touch the fender. It is a beauty, and you ought to hear this little mother run. Mmm, hums. Sit in it. Just sit in it for a minute. You're going to feel the seat. Feel the leather. See, this guy's not selling cars. People buy them from him. We were talking on the way down. Mario was reading Joe Girard's book. Has you ever heard of him? I said, I know Joe very well. He was the greatest car salesman in the world. He'd sell 25,000 cars in a year. He worked for Morelli Chevrolet in Detroit. People would come from Alaska to buy a car from this guy. Ability to do it. He became the very best at it. Then the third step is, oops, going the wrong way here. The difficulty there is in replacing. And now let's think about this for a moment. Here we find something that's really needed. Everywhere, people need this. If they're going to be successful, if they're really going to make things happen. And you know something? You're, the essence of you wants to grow. You're a spiritual being. Now think, spirit is always for expansion and fuller expression. I don't care what you're doing, something in you, you want to do it better. You want to do it bigger. If you jump, you want to jump higher. If you throw something, you want to throw it further. If you sell, you want to sell more. It doesn't matter what it is. That's the spiritual essence of who you are. It wants to express itself in a greater way. So we learn this and we become very good at it. Would we be difficult to replace? I think we would. And when you become very difficult to replace, the stock goes up, baby. That's the way it works. If you're not too difficult to replace, why? Because you're not very good at what you're doing. So you could be in something where there's all kinds of money can be earned and not earn any money. It's like I was mentioning the other day before I ever got into all this, I would get fired from jobs. They didn't even hire anybody to replace me. I would ask somebody that I was working with, who did he hire to replace me? They didn't hire anybody. Now, if I'd had mirror to the ground, I'd have picked up a message. There was two places I worked. They only I only lasted for an hour. How the hell do you keep a job for an hour? Well, I could tell you how to do it because I did it twice. Here is the only step you need to focus on is number two your ability to do it. I don't care what you're doing. You want to learn to do it better. You want to become a master. That was Bob Proctor wrapping up the week. His website is proctorgallagherinstitute.com. I cannot remember where this clip came from. It's probably 
is Paradigm Shift 2017 event, but I can't be totally sure about that. Sorry about that. All right, my friend, I hope you enjoyed this week's talks. I'll see you on Instagram at Sean Croxton and have a phenomenal week. I will see you on Monday. I'm out. Peace. Thank you.